Oh, God, I feel like shit. You don't look any worse for wear. I mean, you always look like this. Oh, thank you. At <laughs> least at least something's okay. Yeah. I got. I just got a cold that's kicking the hell out of me. Uh, guzzle some NyQuil. I, and, that's a good idea. And DayQuil, and let them fight it out. Ooh. I used to do that in high school. Ooh, DayQuil and NyQuil, let them fight it out? That's why I don't remember my junior year. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did... Uh, I did go get myself some nice tea with with lemon, so I had a I had a nice cup of of uh, of lemon tea oh, and Jesus. and some honey. It was it was very nice. That is nice. I mean, I thought I was I like to sit down with a nice hot apple cider. I didn't get the I didn't get apple cider, and I didn't get uh, like a, a, an herbal tea. I got an actual black tea with oh, some yeah. lemon. Yeah, when I'm feeling down. Red Zinger from uh, Celestial Seasonings. Yes. Oh, with a little bit of honey in there. Yeah. Oh, just it just soothes me. Well, I got uh, I got some Bigelow, uh, Bigelow lemon. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. I was gonna get some just English breakfast tea Ew. and some lemon. Ew. There's nothing wrong with English breakfast tea or Earl Grey. Earl Grey is awful. I don't mind Earl Grey. I, I've had Earl Grey at once, and it is freaking awful. I don't mind Earl Grey. Yeah. So how was your weekend? Oh, such a fun time. So while I was toiling away <laughs> in the in the sweatshop, uh, well, I can't call it a sweatshop, in the sweat mine that is the basement of the Halls of Horror, um, Bill, my illustrious co-host, Decided to decline my invitation to come and work with us. I did. I declined it because I was going to the Ren Fair. Yeah, c- sure. Because Ren Fair is more important. Not more important, but I already had the tickets. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll allow. They're non refundable, non transferable. I was pirated up. I had my foamy dressed up in my hat. Two girls recognized foamy. Nice. Thought that was awesome. And I got a bottle of uh, apple wine, a bottle of blackberry wine, a bottle of raspberry wine. A bottle of white rum and a bottle of chocolate rum. Nice. Chocolate rum. <laughs> chocolate rum. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, well, of course, I uh, had Haunted House yep. all weekend. And I do got to say, and I'm not just freaking tickling his taint here. Our buddy Jim Miller did a bang up job. Jim did really well. Hmm. I, I I'm I'm very proud very proud I'm very proud of you you fucking jerk <laughs> yeah he he said he had a had a good time yes he did uh he said he told me he had a good time he's coming back this weekend for the final weekend and you know I mean if he he said about coming back and helping out next year and uh, he's more than welcome wow Jim did Jim's done a bang up job uh, he said he wasn't you know and obviously. You know, he's nervous his first night in, you know, worried about what he's going to do, how he's going to do. But we, you know, we stuck him in a spot where he's got some experienced actors around him. And uh, Sunday night, we did our staff walkthrough. Okay. Okay. So what we do is section by section, everybody goes through the haunt, gets to see what everybody else does. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I got to Jim's and Jim did a fucking bang up job. I got thrown against well, I, you know the, <laughs> the 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 mattress frame. Yeah, I got thrown against that. Uh, Jim did a Jim did a really good job. I'm I'm very proud of him. Mm. Um, seriously, I am. I because not everybody can step in 
on like literally two days notice. Like I called him mm-hmm. or I, I, I messaged him. Not everybody can do it. And he he stepped up to the plate and uh, I got to say, dude hit a home run. He did a he did a bang up job to the point where, you know, Chuck and Linda and Earl are, you know, would like to would be great. Be think it'd be great to have him back next year. All right. That's yep. good. Yep. And then Jesse stepped up to the plate. I felt bad for the kid. He worked all weekend at his at the Sunoco and haunted. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Friday night he went to the to the football game because it's the last home game of the year. Okay. And worked Saturday morning, haunted Saturday night. Worked Sunday morning, haunted Sunday night. Oh. Yeah. The kid, the kid's a trooper. The kid's a trooper. I gotta oh. give it to him. And uh, big shout out to. The whole gang at the Halls of Horror. I have not laughed that hard in a long time because <laughs> you guys were just vicious. You guys were vicious. I got thrown on. I got thrown on the bed in the doctor's office. <laughs> um, Chuck violated me. Um, Was that Chuck? Uh, when when you went through, Chuck might not have been there. Okay. Uh, that might have been Larry. Okay. Uh, that might have been Larry, or actually, it might have been Mark Amorum. All right. But. Sunday when we when we did our walkthrough, um, it was Chuck <laughs> in the doctor's office, and I got vi- I got thrown on the table and violated, and you know you know it it is what it is. I I I needed to talk to a therapist. Oh well, then you didn't get violated enough. Yeah, I needed to talk to a therapist. Oh, and then Tyler violated me too. I- so tell me about Renfair. Well, it drizzled a little, but it was okay because it was so off and on that it really didn't. You know, dampered it. The lines for the food were amazingly long. That I couldn't believe. Yeah. But uh, we did a few shows that we enjoy. Um, Lisa uh, picked up a new tiara. <laughs> yeah, I saw the I saw pictures of you and Lisa. Yeah. You guys look great. Yep. And I picked up um, a couple, some more pirate stuff, uh, a bottle for the grog, and a nice dice bag that, uh, I mean, everything. I mean, it was just a, a fun time. And um, I actually, one of my... Idols, I should say, from going to the Renfer for so many years, Arthur Rowan was there. Yeah. And I finally got to just stop and talk to him. Cool. You know, and um, we were kind of reminiscing, and it's like, I've been to most of the shows there through his various incarnations. Yeah. Great guy. He's like a musical conductor in um, Florida when he's not doing this. You know, bought his CDs, two-barred party. Um it's like, yeah, yeah, it's all it's all like the great Renfair stuff. Great people. Just it's fun. And my foamy got recognized that I was wearing. I foamy dressed up as a pirate. Nice. He got recognized by, by a couple people, which was that's always fun. I love when that happens. That's cool. And we stayed at a place called the, the Rock Lidditz Hotel. Now, I've never heard of this place, but a, but there's apparently a big theater there with venues. Uh huh. The whole place is dug out like the guitar picks for the room numbers and stage lights for the hallway lights. I mean, this place was awesome. That's cool. You know, and luckily we got like an end area where there wasn't a lot of noise except after the bar closed. Yeah. (laughs) All of a sudden, like everybody's upstairs at one point. So it was like between 11 and midnight. Just like doors slamming all over, I was like, "Oh, whatever." <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Oh, yeah, that was it was that was such a great time, and I'm glad we got to do it this year. We 
you know, everything we had to normally buy tickets in the beginning of the year and then you can go any weekend you want. This one, you have to buy the tickets for the day you're going. Yeah. And the plate and it sells out like all the time. So we bought these tickets like back in August. Oh, okay. And we finally, our weekend came up. We got to go. Nice. But yeah, it was, uh, I, I absolutely just love going people commenting on my costume. Yeah, your costume looked great. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of years of work putting into that. But, oh, I believe it. Yeah, I I've, I've been buying and I'm still buying stuff for it. The um the uh the leather bandolier across the front and the pouch that was like a new addition for this year. Yeah. Cuz I don't carry swords or guns cuz you have to piece tie everything and I'm like, what's the point of having a sword if you can't have it out? Right. You know. And uh yeah, it was yeah, that that place is so much fun just to just walk around and I walk. There's a game shop there. We walked in. Now it's very introductory games, right? I've <laughs> everything that I've played is like miles ahead of that place, and they're really trying to sell me on these games, which is what they're supposed to do. Yeah, but it's like I don't want to just stop. Listen, listen, dude. This stuff. I'm way ahead of what you're selling here. I'm not your audience. Yeah, you know. Well, you kind of kind of got a reverse reverse on them. Hey, have you played this? Hey, have you played that? I don't that? make a jerk out of them. No, I mean, you, you know, don't have a condescending tone in your And they, yeah, they had tons of dice sets that I was wanted to look at. I love looking at dice sets, but the crowd around there was so huge that it was like, I, I'm not going to bother. I'm not. I can see kind of see what they have, but I'm not going to bother. It's not that I didn't want any. I just couldn't see them all. Yeah, and that that's the kind of place you would want to go to, like off peak. Yeah, but there is no... This year, there was, like, no off-peak. I mean, they sold out every single weekend. That's cool. And then we went to the um, the alcohol tasting, and, and it was delicious. So I, I picked up so much alcohol. I have I have so much to go through. Yeah. <laughs> but the apple wine... I, I had... And I had all these before. Yeah. And it was the rum tasting that... You know, I'm, I'm a very Captain Morgan's fan. Yeah. So it's like, the uh, the white rum, delicious. The chocolate rum, ugh. It's 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 like eating a chocolate cake with alcohol. Nice. So delicious. The spiced rum, I had to give a no to. It's not Captain's. Ah. Yeah. People like Sailor Jerry and you know just need to go to hell. Yeah. Stop stepping on the captain. <laughs> I'm not a rum guy. Never have mm-hmm. been. Well, of course I'm there I am all dressed up as a pirate at tasting rum, and the woman next to me <laughs> says Something along is like, like, oh, a pirate drinking rum. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, yes. I know I'm a walking stereotype. I get it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm oh, not yeah, going to yeah. deny that. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Every once in a while, you even you deserve to have a good time. I deserve a good time all the time. I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. Yep. What else? What else do you do? Well, I also um, checked another movie off my list called Ghost Town. Ghost Town. Never saw it. Well, okay. Um, it's a movie about a guy who is able to see and talk to ghosts. Okay. Now, Ricky Gervais is in it. And, uh, and Greg Kinnear. Okay. So I'm expecting comedy. Right. I'm expecting this is going to be like, I mean, Ricky Gervais plays... A character not too far from Ricky Gervais, to be honest. A very rude. I was about to say an asshole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's an asshole. Big time. They acknowledge it. But and Greg Kinnear also kind of plays an asshole. 
Yeah. And I'm expecting that, you know, because, oh, the, the dead can see and talk to him. And basically the promos are like, they're really bothering him and won't leave him alone. And I'm like, this is funny. It's almost like stuff from Ghost with like Oda May and, and, yeah. um, Pat, and then a little I see dead people kind of thing. And it was a goddamn romantic comedy. The Bastards. Oh, fuck. I was like, oh, you're kidding me. I got suckered into seeing a romantic comedy, you bastards. That's why I won't watch anything with Ricky Gervais in it. But I, when you think romantic comedy, Ricky Gervais's name and even Greg Kinnear does not come up. Not really. You know, these are not two romantic comedy people, and I couldn't believe I like was sucked. And I like about like almost well three quarters of the way movie through, I'm like, oh, you bastards. You bastards. It took you three quarters of the way to figure it out. No, three quarters of the way through is when it actually kind of hit me. Oh, my God. I see what's going on here. Yeah. But now I've already watched three quarters of it. So it's like you're committed. I can't just like turn it off and say, well, I have to see how it fucking ends. Yeah. You know, and yes. And Wegman sucks. Why does Wegman suck? Wegman's. <laughs> I had to go there for some of the kids stuff. And Lisa said, well, while you're there, you know, pick up, you know, X, Y, Z and A, B and C and all that. Yeah. And uh, uh, it was all going good until I had to go to the checkout. Okay. So I get to I'm like, like everybody's got to like in the self. I only have a few items. Self checkout should be easy. But no, not these turds there that have to like, you know, get half the store in their self checkout. So I'm like, okay, well, the line don't look that bad. So I get behind this girl, and I hear her whisper, excuse me. And I turn around, and like back in the beer and wine section is like the continuation of the line. It was like that scene from a Toy Story. Oh, Jesus. Oh, where are you going to see? Not Toy Story. Christmas yeah, Story. Yeah, Christmas Story. Yeah, you're going to see Santa. Yeah, the line starts back there, right? Now, it's only that guy, this mousy little prick, right? Maybe he's a nice guy, but screw it. So I decide, okay, I'm going to wheel my cart around. And I'll just stand behind him. Fine. It's one other person. No big deal. As I'm wheeling my car around, two other people get behind him. My inner monologue turned into my outer monologue. Uh-huh. And I actually started going, no, 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 fuck this, fuck this, fuck this, right in the middle of the store. <laughs> so now I'm starting to look for another aisle. Right. So I go all the way down where I finally see like someone that doesn't have a cartload of stuff. And, oh, this is good. And I'm almost there, and this this little old woman, this little old blue-haired bitch, speeds the hell up to get in front of me. And I'm like, what are you in a hurry for? You know, it's... So I'm still... And now I'm getting more agitated. Well, then I found that these idiots, it's a good thing they're idiots. Wegmans has a few lines that have blue lights on them. Uh-huh. Where you're able to buy alcohol. Okay. There was nobody in the lines. Because I think these nitwits think that that's where you can only buy alcohol. Right. Or you must have alcohol to be in that line. Right. I got in the line, got through, out the door. Nice. But I was already irritated at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I feel your pain. I honestly do. It's fucking horrible grocery shopping. But Wegmans is awful. I don't go to Wegmans. Yeah, I have. To, I just have to for certain things. Yeah, I, and I, I got, get it. I, I did get the last roll of uh, toilet paper that they had because now everybody is 
They're not well. I, they're not hoarding toilet paper. This is the funny part. It's the same thing as last year, except if you want toilet paper, you want Charmin, the good shit. Ah, uh-huh. hard to get it. If you want the single ply Scott tissue, with the you know the bark still in the damn roll. Yeah. Oh, they got tons of it. See, I I, I I'm an Angel Soft kind of guy. Well, hey, I'm not gonna make fun of you because that's the one area that should be treated with most respect. That's right. You know, dude, you're talking to a guy who spent five years in the army mm-hmm. when we would have when, when, uh, when I was stationed in Maryland, we would have the guys from the barracks come over to our apartment like where Missy and I were living uh, to watch the pay-per-views, right? To watch the wrestling pay-per-views. And they always love coming over because I didn't have <laughs> I had like real toilet paper. I didn't have the John Wayne toilet paper. Yeah. You know, it's like wiping your ass with a fucking sheet of 80-grit sandpaper. <laughs> oh, God, that's fucking horrible stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Horrible stuff. Our, our soldiers deserve better, damn Yeah, it. and that's exactly, exactly. They should get six-ply. Right. <laughs> make, that, make that $500 toilet work. That's right. That's right. And that's just the seat. Mm-hmm. That's not even the porcelain. And I also bought today. What you got? These remember a long time ago I said about the turkey Cheetos. Uh huh. I I bought ten bags of them. Oh, okay. Because they're only a buck a bag, and because you know Val ate them so quickly before you had a chance to taste them. These are absolutely delicious. I absolutely love them. I bought ten bags of them for crying out loud. So. Hang on, let's try one. Let's try these. Oh, they are. It's it's and this close to Thanksgiving, it's gonna just warm. The, are you having trouble? Yes. It's a freaking bag. Come on. Open it. Jesus Christ, Eric. It's kicking the shit out of me today. Wow. I'm really having a rough day. Ha. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, this is this is as entertaining as you open up a bag. Fuck you. Okay. Turkey. Yeah, turkey Cheeto. flavored Cheetos from I think Japan or China. Probably Japan. So they're deli- I'm not I'm not steering you wrong. They are delicious. My God, huh? You can have that bag if you want. They are delicious. I have, I have, like, well, now eight more at home. No, seven more at home because Valerie devoured two bags. Oh my God. Yep. Thank you. Yes. Those are fucking great. Yep. Only a do- a dollar a bag on Munchpack.com. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they have a lot of the stuff that I I've already gotten. Really? Yeah. On uh, and. You don't want to like crapshoot that stuff because you want to try it. They just sent me this month a Nestle Quick breakfast bar. Oh, okay. Do you remember what Nestle Quick tasted like? Yeah. Oh, it was perfect. It was so delicious. It took me right back to when I was a kid eating a spoonful of powder. <laughs> See, we were doing the cinnamon challenge before it was cool, but we did it with Nestle Quick Powder. That's right. And I did it with strawberry. Yep. We, oh, wow. Strawberry. Yeah. Dude, I was a, I love strawberry quick. Oh. See, this is the stuff that you go into stores now nobody knows from. Right. Strawberry quick oh. and the chocolate quick, too. And when we were kids, it was actually in the fucking metal cans. The metal tins, which you had to pry up with the spoon. Yep. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Here's something that I wish. We still had in town. I w- and I'm sure you'll agree with me. Maybe you'll agree with me if you have a if if you have a brain in your head, 
you'll agree with me. You're not talking to me, are you? I am 100% Oh, I thought talking you were to talking you. to the audience because it's like, you know I got the best brain. No, no, no. But anyway, um, the best chalky milk there ever was. Hans Dairy Chalky Milk. I agree. Oh, God, I miss that so much. I agree. I miss that so much. It was so rich mm-hmm. and thick and creamy and just wonderfully yep. decadently chocolate. Mm-hmm. That was the best chocolate milk ever. And, you know, because the next generation didn't want to, I guess, didn't want to run the farm anymore. We don't have Hans Dairy anymore. Yeah. So now I'm reduced like a plebeian <laughs> to having my milk in a plastic fucking jug. I still have a few Hans Dairy milk jugs. Oh, can you turn them in? Well, <laughs> I mean, I remember going, you know, coming down to Palmer when we were younger and going out to Hans Dairy. Yep. Just just to get some stuff. Yeah. I mean, the milk, I mean, it was uh, the the milk was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, it was it was so old school. The milk in the in the the glass half gallon jugs. Yep. That chocolate milk was phenomenal. The orange drink, all of it, anything that Hans Dairy sold was just good stuff. Yeah, I miss the, I miss that place. I, I knew, really I knew did. a lot of, I knew a lot of people that got stuff from the Hans Dairy. Uh huh. And we, uh, you know, of course, after we started driving, it was like we had to go get it. Yep. You know, and it was like I, I, I just fond memories of that. Of course, uh, things just go away. Yeah. The whole town changes, but you know, normally like you need to, you should go around now and just take pictures of things because you know, in twenty years or more, it's like stuff's gonna be gone that you remembered. Yeah, I mean, well, let's just you know think about some of the stuff that's gone and pretty much forgotten here in Palmerton. Do you remember the Big S? I remember. I love the Big S. Oh my God! The, the French fries that they had were absolutely amazing. The French fry, the fr- the hand cut French fries, mm-hmm. or, uh, hand cut fries. The sandwiches that could choke a fucking horse. They were that big. You know, those sandwiches were huge. They would mm-hmm. put like a half a pound of lunch meat on a sandwich. Yeah. It was ridiculous. The breakfast. Mm-hmm. Breakfast at the Big I only, only had breakfast a few times since just being in town. Bre- Probably stayed at your place. Yeah. Breakfast at the Big Ass was so fucking huge though mm-hmm. like uh, a, a plate just for the home fries yep a dinner plate just for the home fries and then you got your toast your meat mm. your eggs great stuff and for like five bucks yeah it wasn't a lot no it was like five bucks you know it was so good bottomless coffee mm-hmm. and you know they were they were just nice people oh yeah you know and then you had uh well Crexies. right across the street Right across the street, Crexy's, little penny candy store. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met, I miss going in there. You know, go in there with a dollar and yep. walk out with a bag full of fucking penny candy. They had a few comics. Yep, some comics. Yep, a big magazine selection. Yep. It was like a newsstand. Yeah, um, that's where I used to get most of my wrestling magazines mm-hmm. and my guitar magazines back in the day. <laughs> um, uh, Jesus, I they they even had a little spinner of records in the back. Nice. Yep, I bought, I. I, I distinctly remember buying Twisted Sister Stay Hungry there <laughs> and Wasp's The Last Command. Wow. In that fucking, in that store. Mm. You know, and that place was an institution from when my mom was a kid. Yeah. You know, 
And, you know, that's another one that's gone the way of the dodo bird and just mm-hmm. gone. And it sucks, you know? Yeah, there was... What was in where Off the Charts is now? I mean, I what was in there for... I don't remember... There was a flower shop there. Was That's what it was, a flower shop. Yeah, there was a flower shop there. Yes, now I could... Okay. And then, there, you know, some stuff came and went there. The hookah bar was there. The hookah bar... Um, they tried to do, uh, um, they tried to do some other things there. Music store. Yeah. Different music store. Yeah. We won't even talk about that fucking asshole. Um, yeah. Now I remember it was a flower shop. Now that you say that. Um, yeah, that there, that's gone through a bunch of different things and I would really like to see off the charge, which is, it's not a music store per Mm -hmm. se. It's a music school. Yeah. Okay. I would like to see them do well. I, I, I mean, I don't want to see any business in this town fail. No, I mean, if, if there's a market for it, they really, I, I want to see, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to actually buy local when I can. Yeah, me too. Um, I mean, there's literally, I can count on one hand the businesses in this town that I will not. Oh. What about the thrift store by Mallard's? I've. I haven't been in there yet. What, what do you mean by Mallards? You're in Lehighton. Sorry. By uh, by by the harvest. <laughs> yes. I haven't been in. The, I'm, I'm mixing towns now. I haven't been in the thrift store yet, but yeah. that was the vape store. Yeah. Okay. And back in the day, it was you know it's been that a was few, a jewelry store too. It was a jewelry store. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, you know I haven't been in the thrift store yet, mm-hmm. but you know I love thrift stores. I I, I want to go. You know what I I. I miss a good. I miss going to a good pawn shop. I miss going to a. I mean, the thrift stores, even the ones in Allentown. I used to love to go to thrift stores because people would get rid of. Just they just wanted to get rid of stuff. Yeah. And ever since eBay and Craigslist and all that, and even like now Facebook, Facebook Marketplace, it does. You know, no one wants to. They they just dump their shit. Yeah. At the, at the uh, the the thrift stops, and we'll just you know want. Major marketing, and now I keep seeing this stuff online where people go to thrift stores and they'll find you know this goofy shit for like a buck, and then they go, Oh, they're selling this on eBay for $20. Yeah, it's like, uh, see, and you're the you are the freaking reason that thrift stores don't have good shit anymore, right? You know, and that that bothers the hell out of me. Well, now, I mean, a lot of our a lot of our costuming from the halls of horror. Mm-hmm. Directly from thrift stores oh, and Salvation Army. Thrift places are the best places to get any type of costuming whatsoever. Yep. I got Valerie in a full pirate gear. I haven't bought anything for myself there. Yeah. You know, because m- much of my stuff is custom made with skulls and crossbones and all that. Yeah. The hat's my favorite. That was from actually Disney. Yeah. From Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. They brought back home, but oh, the, the rest of it is just... but. If I go and I find something that would look good for a costume, I grab it. Yeah, and and that's what we do. You know, mm-hmm. we'll we'll hunt down. You know, we'll go and scour the salvies. Mm-hmm. You know, and find just whatever we can. You know, and it's you're you. We're trying to do things as economically um, yeah. smart as we can. You know, I think I want to put a costume together. I want to get a members only jacket. 
Oh God, an eighties costume? <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, like the eighties, like they were not that neon dream that everybody thinks the eighties were. Right. We were there. Yeah. Wasn't that much neon? Uh, and you need a Lacoste shirt too. <laughs> oh fuck! What else was in town that uh, I miss? Where boogers? Bo- boogers. Oh God, boogers. I don't know what the actual name of the place was, but I know you turned me on to that place. Jerry Jablonski on yeah. the place. Um, Jerry Jablonski on the place. And uh, I was friends with his stepson, Quinn Hydro. Mm. I was I was friends with Quinn. Um, Boogers had, you know, that we go there. That, that was our repository for Joke Cola. Yep. Oh, was, my God. Yes. It was the only place in town <laughs> that sold Jolt. Um, we'd go there for Jolt Cola and fantastic subs mm-hmm. great uh, jerry made great hoagies yep. you know jerry made great hoagies fresh cut cold cuts you know everything was just f- you know the bread was fresh it was great stuff i miss uh, you know them little a little corner deli like that yep that's a great place um then you go back where back on to delaware um where burt's Dining room is okay. The secondary dining room. Yeah, you remember when that was the arcade? No. Yep, that was an arcade. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, that that, actually, I think that was before you and I met. Yeah, because by the time bouncing billiards was the one where. Yep. And I still have. I actually found it like last last week while I was cleaning up. I found my save bouncing billiards pin. Really? Yes. Get the hell out. Yeah. You know, bouncing billiards, that's a place. I mean, the building is the building has it's not gone, but it, it's unrecognizable. Oh yeah. Because it's now a St. Luke's. Yep. The the Monopoly board in Palmerton on Delaware <laughs> Avenue is no longer strictly Pencor. It's now St. Luke's. Yep. Um bouncing billiards and directly next door sharing the parking lot is what used to be Hage Lane's. Mm-hmm. Bouncing billiards. I have so many fond memories of that place. Playing, in, I, I played in the pool league there for years. You and I just causing a ruckus there. Oh, it was a, it was a great hangout? I mean, and yep. they had the Joker's pinball machine, which I loved. Yep. Um, Stre- Street Fighter was there. The Rampage game, and we we would just completely just well anybody you know you that was the time you put your quarter up, and Street Fighter was like the game that everyone was like playing. Yep. I sucked at it. I could never get combos down. Street Fighter. Oh my god, that's an old that's an oldie but a goodie. Yep. I actually got um I actually won in one of the leagues there. I won like a, a back in the day. It was like a $250 Q. Wow. Yeah, I won a Muchi M6. Nice. Yeah. I don't know where the fuck I, that stick and is. And you know and we also said it, that that parking lot was also the cause of some turmoil. When we were younger too. Yeah. Now, being from Lehighton, Lehighton had a lot of the same institutions Palmerton had, just different names for them. Yeah. Which again, those have all shut down at this point by now too. Yeah. But we had the main gate as a pool hall. Yeah. And I can still remember this. The one night, call up, you know, all my formerly Lehighton friends and say, hey, hey, uh, anybody? Nope. Nobody's going out. No one's going out tonight. And I'm like, oh, well, fuck it. I know I'm going out. Call you up. I'm in Palmerton. Right. And we're all hanging out at at, uh, at uh, Bouncing Billiards. And don't all the Lehighton guys come in and see me. Yeah. I don't think they acknowledged me, and I didn't acknowledge them. 
And it wasn't because it's like I was trying to be an asshole, but it's like, oh, not doing anything tonight, are we? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and you, there were so many red flags on those relationships. I should I should have seen them a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yet here we are 30 odd years yeah, on. Exactly. You know, it's like, you know, and, I mean, I, I have, I, I, to be completely honest, I was involved in several fist fights and dust ups in the parking lot <laughs> of bouncing billiards. Um, mostly over girls. <laughs> I can also remember a great Aerosmith argument we had there, too. <laughs> get a grip. Yes, it was get a grip. I remember. And I was I would not back down on how it was the greatest album ever. And how dare you besmirch the best band in the world? Yes. And I'm trying to say no, Slayer. No. <laughs> and, and, and here we are <laughs> once again, 30 odd years later. I still fucking love Slayer. Yeah. But I, I, I realize that I sometimes arguing over dumb shit like this. But like, Get a Grip is a good record. It is good. But you know what? It was the writing was on the wall. And get a grip about how, oh boy, Aerosmith, what are you doing to me, guys? <laughs> I remember when the video for Living on the Edge hit. Yep. Steven standing there painted half black, <laughs> bare ass naked, I covering his junk. That video, I'm just like, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? I remember, he was like, he covered it with one hand. Yeah. It's like, yeah, those, those, those videos and that whole album was just like, you know, but you know, for the at that time, it was pretty damn good. It's it's not a bad record. But it was no and it, it was no pump. No. And it's it's no it's not even a done with mirrors. No, it's just <laughs> you know, it's not even a done with mirrors or draw the line. God, I was I mean, just sitting on the car hoods and the car man. I just, oh Jesus. What car did you have you had the fucking AMC at the time. I, yeah, I had the Eagle. Yeah, you had the Eagle. Oh my god. I missed the Eagle. Yeah. And you know you know where that ended up? Where? Bedrock. Really? Bev had it? Yeah, they had it, and I saw that thing for years, even after I lived in town. It was like, as you came down the hill. Okay. It was like in the very corner of that wooded area. Okay. And I would see it all the time. And I knew it was mine because of the, before I bought it, someone painted with like interior paint the vinyl roof. Yeah. And just from driving it, the paint like was peeling off. Yeah. So I knew that was my old car. You know, you're not you you're not the only one who drove around in a vehicle that was painted with house paint. <laughs> you remember you remember Chut's black black Dodge pickup? Maybe. Okay. Was- my my grandfather had this old beat up Dodge pickup truck. And one one weekend he says to me, God, change the oil in my truck. Okay. So I climb under the truck. I broke two oil filter wrenches. Jesus. You know, the strap style oil filter wrenches? Yeah. I broke two of them motherfuckers. So then I end up taking a 12-inch screwdriver and banging it through (laughs) the fucking oil filter and then, you know, tapping it around to to get the filter loose. Yeah. That oil was like sludge. (laughs) It had never been changed, I don't think, since the old man had it. (laughs) So I changed the oil in it. Now, keep in mind, this is about about a month or so after he had painted it Mm -hmm. with house paint and a brush. (laughs) Joe, what are you doing? 
paint my fucking truck. What does it look like? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now this truck had one of the indestructible Dodge 318s mm-hmm. in it. Wouldn't you know who won the pony? I changed the fucking oil in it. Then it died. Oh, jeez. It gave it new oil. I was like, I can't handle this. Yep. <laughs> yep. Caught fire. Caught fire on oh, 248. Oh, man. Yep. Fucking blew a, blew a uh, gas line. Mm. Caught fire on 248. Yep. Oh, God, I remember that truck. <laughs> Uh, we had, uh, at the time the old man had that truck, and you remember the green, uh, what the hell was it? The green uh, Pontiac Grand Prix that we that I had. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we had, and and my mom's cat, and my mom and dad's caddy, mm-hmm. the fucking pink and pur- uh, the pink and purple caddy. <laughs> I miss that fucking car. I miss like two of my well, two or three of my former cars. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I wish I could have kept them just on a... I missed the truck. I missed the Fairmont. Yeah. That, oh, God. Oh, uh, the the Fairmont. <laughs> the haunted Fairmont. Yep. Oh, Jesus. I remember that car. That was the first car of yours I ever drove. Why'd you drive it? <laughs> you asked me, you want to drive? Sure. I don't even know. Yeah. Just, that that car was, was awful, you know... You can do zero. You can do zero to sixty without touching the gas, or stall out a red light. Yep. <laughs> yep. I that car was fucking. That car was absolutely haunted. But oh god, cars that I've had that I miss. I miss the caddy. I miss. I miss the pink and purple caddy. That it was never my car because, mm. you know, yeah. that was my mom and dad had that for the most part when I was in the army. But when I came home. What did I drive? I drove the caddy. That car, I could spin the, I could smoke the back tires without touching the brake pedal. All I had to do is mash my foot to the floor. That had a 472 cubic inch engine in it. Yeah, it'll pass anything on the highway but a fucking gas station. I missed that car. Do you do you remember my uh, my Lesaber? Vaguely, my big blue land yacht. Ah. I had a freaking 62 Buick LeSabre that I bought off my dad for 400 bucks. I wish I still had that car. I think you were in the army, I think, when I had my vet. The Chevette. Okay, yeah. okay, we can call it a vet. You don't have to you don't have to put the prefix on it. <laughs> Come on, we got to keep it real. Yeah, I think I was in the army when yeah, you had that. That 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 total piece of garbage and then I traded in for a worse piece of garbage. Oh. The, the Monte Carlo. Oh, the Monte. Oh. Yeah, because you had the Monte when I got back into the United States. Yeah, and that was the one that uh, I had big plans to fix it up. So baby put it in shows and all that. But every, I sank every penny into that engine, and I still couldn't get it running right. And I finally just said, I can't do this. I cannot do this anymore. I need something I'm not sinking money and my whole paycheck into. That was what? the three oh That had a 302 in it. I have or a three, I, no. Chevy it was a 305. Yeah, it's... But it was like every I was constantly up at Harry's. Yeah, I was constantly buying this. I was constantly under the hood, and I just I couldn't. I was spending my whole paycheck. I needed beer. Yeah, I couldn't even buy beer at that point because I was freaking working on that damn car. Well, and and leaving your keys in it with it in drive. In my defense, uh, I didn't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you can't. You know, that's a safety feature. You can't take the keys out of a car when it's in drive. Right. I mean, that's just safety there. <laughs> I, I, I I can't reveal this on the air for security reasons, but I'll tell you off air. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Uh, oh God! I, that was the car I slapped you in the fight. I slapped yeah. across the face over. Yeah. Because well, I had to leave it unlocked because obviously the keys were in it. So yeah. it's like locking it would have been just stupid. Right. Uh, yeah. That was. Stupid. Give me your keys. No. No, no. And I'm like, no, I'm not giving you my keys. Not because I don't want to give you my keys, because then I have to admit to you where my keys are. Right. We've gone over this. <laughs> yes. sto- we've gone over this story. Oh, we've gone over this story. Crack. You still feel like Superman. That was a tea. That was a teeth rattler. Oh, my God. It was so it was so ever. I, 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 th- I think my nose is still shifted from that one. <laughs> Oh God! I slapped the I slapped the fuck out of you that night. I just remember I was trying to tell somebody the other night what mugshots was before mugshots. It was T Rexes. Yes, I remember that place. Whew. I don't know which place was a little bit or more on a sleazy side. They were both sketchy as shit, dude. T Rexes had the bras and the panties hanging from the ceiling. Yep. But 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 Dave, wow! I mean, there were things going on behind the scenes. Yes. It looked um, respectable, though. Well, when you walk into a place and every surface is black. (laughs) Yep. This bar was completely blacked out. And when Dave first opened it, you had celebrity mugshots Mm -hmm. all over the place. O.J. Simpson. Uh, you know, whoever Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain, every yeah. every celebrity that had ever been arrested. Dave had their picture on the wall mm-hmm. and then Stoney drew that fantastic dartboard. Oh, mural. So beautiful. Dave was talking about getting shirts reprinted, you know, getting the shirts redone. Oh. I'm like, dude, I'm all in. I want one. Yeah. Um, With Stoney's with Stoney's mural, mm-hmm. you know, that. That mural and it made a great backdrop when we oh, played. Oh, it did! It was awesome. Well, uh, that and it was such a fun place to play. It, that was a fun place to be. I mean, I loved T Rexes. Was all right. Yeah, it was, and I enjoyed T Rexes, which is why when it turned to mug shots, I was okay with it. And then to find out Dave was my next door neighbor. Yeah, it was like holy shit! This is awesome. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Dave. Uh, Dave had a, and he had a good business going. Mm-hmm. He had a very good business going. That place was popping. Yep. DJs every weekend. Yep, or bands. Yeah, and it was it was just a fun time. I don't know when it just really started to change, but I think every bar in town kind of. Yeah, every every place in town has kind of undergone that change. Um, some for the good, some for the not so good. Uh, I mean, Joey B's used to be a hole in the wall. I always liked it though. Well, no, I I always liked bees too. Yeah, but Joey Bees used to be a hole in the wall, just dive bar. Mm. You know, you get just go in there to drink. Now that is the best restaurant in town. Yeah, you know they have the best food in town, hands down. Yeah, Joey Bees. I always well, I could walk to it. Yeah, so I don't have to worry about that. Plus, I always loved that there was no jukebox. If you want to hear songs, the man had everything. Yeah. The man had everything, and you just say, yeah, play this. Yep. You know, it was awesome. You just write it down. He'd pop it in. There you go. And and Chip is just a hell of a guy. He is. Chip's a great guy. Yep. Um, and that, you know, I 
I, I love everything about Joey B's. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere, the people, the food. It's wonderful. Yeah. You know, it's a wonderful, wonderful place. And then you had, um, well, before it was Joey B's, it was the uh, the Naughty Pine. Well, yeah, I wasn't here for You I weren't here for well, that. Well, I wasn't drinking for that. Right. You weren't here for that. Um, then you have what's now the Pomerton Pub. Mm-hmm. I shan't speak about that place. Before that, it was the Pomerton Hotel. Yeah, it was the Pomerton Hotel for years. Yeah, it was the hotel for years. I I mean, uh, the Crestmans Mm -hmm. had it. Uh, They still own the building. They still own the the building, but they, you know, lease it out to now the people who own the Pomerton Pub. Um, But hell. We had a fu- we had a blast at the at the at the hotel for years too. Mm-hmm. The back room that's now the main dining room. Yep. That we, we played there. We played in that room. How I can't tell you how many times. I remember just going on there and like those mini bar crawls that you do through town. Yeah. You know when <laughs> you know when there actually was that sports bar on Hazard. Yes, the final, the final score. score. That was it. The final score. Um, rusty nail. Yep. The nail. The final score. Uh, and then you get up to the top of town. You got what's now the 110. What was that before? The Shure. The Shure Inn. The Shure Inn. I don't know if I ever was there, whether it was the Shure Inn or not. Oh, I was there. I, I might have been. That's the weird part. I might have been because there's memories that are gone. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I, I was bombed several times in the Shure Inn. I must, I must have been there. If we were on pub crawls in this town. Yeah. And we were. And then you come down Delaware mm-hmm. and where... Carbon Medical Associates is now right by Bev's. Yeah. Right by Bedrock Notary. Okay. Um, that used to be the Little Brown Jug. I forgot about that place. Yep. That used to be the Little Brown Jug. And then go down to, it's now the Pomerton Hotel, mm-hmm. or now the Pomerton Pub. That was yep. the Pomerton Hotel. I forgot what it was before that. I thought it was always the Pomerton Hotel. No, it was something before that, before the uh, Crispins bought it. Mm, right. Then you would go down even further and then you got the Joey B's Mm -hmm. and that's that takes care of Delaware Avenue yeah you go back on the Lehigh and you had uh, what the hell was the one before mugshots same block as mugshots Sokol Hall not the Sokol Um, the little little one on the corner oh oh god yeah it's a house now it was Tracy's yeah yeah, uh, Tracy, uh, the Tracy family. Had. Yeah, e- well, everybody would go there to pregame before they showed up at mugshots. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you had that one. Right next door was mugshots. Yep. Right next door is the Hunky Club. Yep. So you had one, two, three, and if you mm-hmm. remember at the Hunky Club, you hit them all. Yep. Uh, go down Delaware or keep going down Lehigh, and you had the Sokol, and then you had Heimbox. Yep, Heimbox, that was one on the corner by my old house, Yep, where yep. the fire company is now. Yep, you had Heimbox there. And then if you leave town, you've got the Roush. Never was in there. Never. I, can, I can honestly say I was never in the Roush house because I just heard way too many things that scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the rumor back in the day, and I don't know how true it was, but this is before it was the Roush. Uh, the rumor back in the day was that it was an alternative lifestyle-friendly establishment. Oh. Which I don't that's care. Not, that's not even what I heard. <laughs> I, uh, just... I, I, I and I couldn't care less to be yeah. honest. Um, shit, Snacky played a well-known gay bar. Or in it wasn't a gay bar. I thought there was a uh, a um, drag bar. Both. 
Oh, okay. That was a great place. Oh, uh, rumors. Except except they didn't have uh, Jack Daniels. I mean, really? That that's another that's another story for another time. Yep. Um, God, and I wish or I wish I wish Mark was here to tell that tale. <laughs> I fucking wish Mark was here to tell that tale. Um, okay, so then you got what's now the Roush. Mm-hmm. Keep going up Fireline. You've got the uh, the Blue Mountain Pub. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you're going up the turn. Yeah, yep, going up the turn. You got yep. that's the pub. What did that used to be? That was th- that was the comeback in, wasn't it? I don't remember. Or was the com- or was the comeback in in Bowmanstown? I don't remember. I thought the comeback in was the West End Saloon. That might have been. We forgot about West End Saloon. <laughs> uh, well, you got the West End Saloon out on Hazard. Mm-hmm. Hang on, we kind of make the loop. So you got the Blue Mountain <laughs> Pub. You keep going down Fireline. And then you're going to get to what used to be the Fireline Hotel. Yeah. Keep going down Fireline. On the right, you're going to have the bar that the dude had in his basement, Moe's. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've, that's the one bar in the area I can say I've never been trashed in. <laughs> uh, you got Moe's. And then you go into Bowmanstown. And you've got the one on the corner. I can't remember what that used to be. Yeah, I never drank in Bowmanstown. And then you had the Bowmanstown Hotel. And then you come back into town uh, on Hazard, and that's when you hit the Rusty Nail, and then you would hit the final score. Actually, the the saloon, then the Rusty Nail, then the final score. And the Rusty Nail's gone, too. Yep. That, whew. That that place. That was the definition of shithole bar. Uh, That was was your your typical, that was a dive bar. Oh, yeah. And, and, And don't get me wrong, I love the Whiteman family. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've I've known the Whiteman family since I was a kid. You know, I know Cindy. Real, I, I've known Cindy since I was a kid. I'm friends with her, with her son, Bob. You know, I've known them my whole life. Good people, dive bar. Mm-hmm. They didn't even have beer on tap. Yeah. I still, and I still think it's weird that every, everything you had, we had in town here, well, you had in town here, I should say. Yeah. There was a counterpoint Inley Heighton. Every okay. single one of them. Yeah. You know, like we had, instead of uh, Crex's, we had the news agency. Right. You know, we had Mallard's Market, which was also the Golden Key at one point. Yeah. You know, there was bars up and down the street. Oh, yeah. We had a furniture store. We have Hager's. And now, did you guys have an Army-Navy store? No, we did not have an Army-Navy. You went down, You everybody got their stuff at Shays. Yeah. Yeah, we had like an arm where you had to go get your shorts and your shirts for gym. And your cup. <laughs> right. Yeah, we had an Army-Navy store in Lehighton for that. And and everybody had to pick up their short shorts. That was... There's there's a bad memory from school. <laughs> Those... See, we didn't have... We didn't have to have... We oh, didn't have uh, like a gym uniform. Yeah, we did. It was And it was like... Whatever you picture would be in the 70s and the 80s at that time frame. There were these little... What do you see in the movies like meatballs? Those damn polyester short shorts. Yep. And the freaking... Everything had Indians and everything was maroon. Yep. Uh, See, now we didn't do that. Uh, we didn't do that. My senior year of high school, my senior year of high school, I had to take Jim back here at Palmerton, even though I went to tech. Mm-hmm. I had to take Jim here in Palmerton. I never washed my gym clothes for an entire fucking school year. That's stanky. Oh, my God. They were horrible. <laughs> and it was a pair of freaking, uh, it was a pair of board shorts. Yeah. And a DRI t-shirt. Oh, when I... When in seventh grade is when you had to start getting your gym clothes at the Army Navy. Right. 
and they gave you a recommended list of what you're supposed to go and get, right? Okay. So we were supposed to get uh, jock straps and cups. Yeah. Now, seventh grade me did not know those are two different things. For two years, I wore a jock strap with no cup. With no cup. <laughs> it protected nothing. <laughs> well, to be fair, a cup doesn't do a whole hell of a lot. If you take one in the junk, even if you're wearing a cup, it's going to fucking hurt. Yeah, but still, you're still covered up with yeah. nothing more than a piece of mesh. It's like, how dumb was It's like, no, I'll just take. And the guy at the store, it's like, yeah, I'm buying a jock strap. Well, don't need something to put in? Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> what was I going to use? An old pie pan? Hey, I got one. I'll bring a backup blast from the past from Lee Heighton for you. Yeah. We had Terry's Music Explosion. Yep. You had Laser Media. Uh, well, we had Fisher's, Fisher Sound. Right, but I'm talking Laser Media. Where was that at? Because I know we had Galaxy of, uh, Galaxy of Sound at the mall. Right. Laser Media was a guitar store, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, on First Street. Yes. Yeah, that's where I took my guitar lessons. Yes. I didn't know that had a name. Yep. <laughs> that was Laser Media. They had, and I'm so pissed off I never got to get it because they closed down. Mm. They had a Gibson Les Paul Black Beauty in there. Mm. Triple pickup. All gold hardware. Yeah, I rem- I remember that. I-, I took guitar lessons down there. And uh, when they closed up, it's like, well, what am I going to do? I mean, there was no other place to go. So Wait, No, it wasn't on First Street. Yeah, the one I went to was on First Street. No, there was another one. It's I think it's a medical office now. Huh. Back, uh, back behind where you lived. Because the only... No. I, the only other place that I knew that was Fisher's and they did music and, and stuff like that. But I don't remember like the, the, the guitar shop that I knew was on uh, First Street. I think this might have been back. I, I, I Like I said, I'm going back. I, I mean, if we if we were in Lee Heighton right now, I could show you right where it was. Huh. But I don't know the street names in Lee Heighton like you would. But anyway, I remember I distinctly remember a fucking Gibson Black Beauty in there. And they had uh, mm. they small little music store and they were somehow were an authorized Gibson dealer. Oh. Maybe they were just cheaper with the licensing back then. They must have been. Because after the guitar place in First Street closed, uh-huh. I decided to take up the drums. All right? Well, the drum lessons first were at First Ward. Yeah. Now, I had to carry skinny old me a snare drum and the stand like four blocks up the first ward up the first ward <laughs> and then and then they decided to change it from first ward to Shull David which was out by the hospital yeah so there i was once a week carting this heavy ass drum all the way across town we didn't have a car yeah and then to be told by the person teaching the drums, and I'll name names, fuck it, Mr. Groom. He flat out told me, you have no talent. Stop wasting my time. Stop wasting your time and give this up. How old were you? Oh, God. When was the drums? Uh, it was be- oh, it was before 86. I can say that. Yeah. Because we were still in our half a double of a house. So 
elementary school. Elementary school. Elementary school. Yeah. Now, imagine that. Imagine that happening today. Oh, my God. You know, they would go freaking nuts. They would be on social media. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean. The, that that teacher oh, would be fired. That the teacher shit, would be drawn in The quarters. shit I went through from teachers back then. For, the shit for we being, all went for through. For being Jehovah's Witness alone. Oh, my and God. And having to stand in the hall during the Pledge of Allegiance. Yep. Okay. That kind of bullshit. From being ostracized from my class. Singled out and everything else. Yep. You know, that shit would not fly. Nope. Uh, you know, birthday parties, you couldn't take part in shit like that. Well, that well now that was more of like, you know, growing up in that way, it was like. No, I mean, birthday parties at school. That was the thing. No, I, I always was like that. I always felt like this was a little extra treat. Oh, OK. You know, it's like I didn't stand there and say, you know, I'm not going to eat your cake or this. Or that. I was like, no, this is pretty cool. But fourth grade, Arietta. Uh-huh. She would make me stand out in the hall for the Pledge of Allegiance because Jehovah's Witnesses don't. We stand. Well, they, I shouldn't say we. I'm not Jehovah's Witness anymore. They stand, but they do not recite. Right. So I had to stand out in the hall because I was disrespecting the flag. Nowadays, nowadays, any teacher that did something like that mm-hmm. would be would be run out on a rail. Yeah. Um, I mean, imagine... Like some of the teachers we had up at the tech school. Oh God! I could. Oh boy! Could I name names on those? Oh, can you imagine what they would have done to a guy like Farkas? What? What, what was wrong with Farkas? Oh, I, come on! Farkas didn't do anything bad. Okay, now Farkas. Now Farkas was actually kind now, of a elder, Mister. Oh, Mister. Elder. <laughs> oh Jesus! He put Jason up against the wall. That's right. For doing nothing more than we'd miss the bus. Who was the art teacher? Who was the commercial art teacher? Lewis. Mr. Lewis. Mr. Lewis. Mr. Lewis. Got a little shit between the toes. <laughs> oh, shit. I think Lewis would have been canceled. I don't know. Lewis. There was, I didn't say Oh, no. Lewis was a shit. This, hey, really? Lewis, Lewis talked shit with the classes, though. Because I remember we used to joke around with Lewis. Yeah, but now he'd get canceled. Oh. Because I can, I can always remember we, Lewis. Yeah, Far, Farkas. I don't think was now. Nah, Farkas was kind of milk toast. Um, Steigerwald was all right. Oh God, Steigerwald was fine though. He was fun. Uh, Warren, for years I saw him at the Palmerton Festival. I, 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 I actually went up and apologized to him. Honestly, and the weird part is, I thought, I thought he was old when we went to school. He was, and to see him still at the festival announcing, yeah. oh my God, yeah, God Ms. bless you, man, Mister Steigerwald. Oh uh, God, we put that, we put that poor man through hell. Mm. I'm trying Burger the oh Al Alice Burger, oh. Mrs. Burger. I don't know how, I don't know how I got a C in gym class. She was never there, right? She would just, you know, throw, you know, here's a basketball, go play. I we got to see what I do. Right. And full contact hockey. Oh, my God. In the gym, well, the, cafeteria, the, the cafeteria with tables. Yes. You know, being checked over a table. Jesus Christ. It happened. It happened. I got, we got injured in ping pong, for God's sakes. Well, everything we did up there was full contact. Oh yeah, it was that, but it was like well, and and when we played basketball, you remember where the basketball hoops were? Yeah, they were they were outside and they were behind down. the welding shop. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I took I was in welding. I got ringside seats to that shit. <laughs> 
Yeah, I know I got into a fight during a basketball game. I, you remember Dave Miller. Yeah. It was his brother. Okay. He was covering me, right, during a, a game. Yeah. Which was fine. However, he covered me by grabbing me, like, around the arms and waist. That's a, and I, that's a foul. And I, yeah, and I got sick and tired of him doing it, so I started elbowing him in the stomach. Yeah. You know? Seems fair. Yeah, well, then that kind of led him to, you know, more fighting, and he tore, tore my shirt. You know? That's just not cool. Well, then, of course, we get sent to the principal's office, and, you know, it's like the guy, you know, I'm t- the guy was... You what, know. what what did Mr. Augustine have to say? Well, it's like, well, why did you, why did you tear his shirt? Well, he elbowed me in the gut. Why did you elbow him in the gut? Because we're playing basketball. He's like giving me a back bear hug, you know. Uh huh. So it's like, you know, they were like, you know, well, you got to pay for this shirt, right? Well, then of course, you know, me being the calm and rational person I was in high school, uh-huh. you, you remember him, yeah. And and we're and I'm walking by, um, after eating my lunch. And I was still angry about this, so I hit him in the head with the tray. <laughs> what? 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 What'd you do that for? <laughs> yeah, I, you know the weird part was then after they saw that, okay, I was must have been the instigator. He's not paying for this shirt and all that, and I'll fight nearly. Pro- yeah, what I did, I know. What did I do that for? What? Yeah, I just felt like I. <laughs> Oh God! Good times at the at the Carbon County Vocational Technical School. Oh God! It was yeah, and I feel you know. And if I saw the guy today, I would I would apologize to him for all that shit that happened. Yeah, and I bear no animosity. We were we were kids. It was dumb on all sides. Yeah, and I know that Dave had a hard time staying friends with me after that. Oh, I, gee, I wonder why. It's like you know what he he. I, he kept me at arm's length after that. I mean, yeah, we had we had some fun up there, though. We did. Oh, my God. Did we ever just the that a lot of that to me. Thanks to buyer. Yeah, the guy. The guy was like a court jester. He was got me in trouble once by throwing food at some of the, you know, roughnecks, the model body people that are up there. Was it the chili beans? No, what that he was throwing them on the, against the wall. Yeah. He started flicking corn and was hitting the people at the next table. Well, who got up and that son of a bitch put his head down and pointed at me. Well, <laughs> we had a table full of shit disturbers, though. <laughs> yeah, we were we were all habitual line steppers. Do you think it was what me, you, yep. Ryan Byer, mm-hmm. the other Dave Miller? Yeah. Uh, the Dave Miller that went to Palmerton, mm-hmm. not the one you got in the fight with. No, I got in a fight with his brother. And that was the Dave Miller. There was two Dave Millers. Okay, but the one that went to Dorney with us, his brother, was the one I got the fight <gasps> okay, with. Okay, okay, so that was the Dave Miller yeah. that sat with us. And he kept me at arm's length after that whole incident. Aaron Thompson. <sighs> uh, so it was me, you, Byer, Dave Miller, Aaron Thompson, Roush when he got up there. Yeah, we had, my God, we had like every freaking... We had so many different like um, shops there. Yeah, it's like mostly those are the auto body kids, those are the EC kids. Yeah, you know, and those are cosmetology girls. I'm not being sexist, just the way it was. Right. You know, and, and these are the line steppers. Yeah, it's like okay, so we got a welder, uh, electronics, data processing, commercial art, commercial art. I don't know what buyer Dave did. Dave, I think was EC. Buyer was commercial art. Okay, Byer was... No, I know Byer was commercial, but what did Roush do? Roush was commercial art. Commercial art, and then Dave? Dave was, I 
think HVAC. Yeah. Yeah, it was I knew it was one of those shops. Yeah, he was HVAC. We yeah, we had a little bit of everybody there. And, you know, every once in a while we'd have a few other scratches. Right, it was a Dorney crew. It was. It was. Mostly. Yeah. Except for skinny. Yeah. <laughs> God, those were fu- those were fucking fun times. The paper clips hitting the freaking light fixtures. Yes. As, as Lewis would walk by. Looking up, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh God! And then uh, who the hell else? You remember? Uh, let me see. There was Anthony Pondish, Tony Pondish, mm-hmm. that had. Uh, he was the machine shop. Yep. Guy. Brian Rex had welding. Yeah, I I know I tried. You know, well, there was definitely two sides of that building. I don't care what building. There was clicks. Oh yeah, and it I was can, very clicky. And I can remember that I had to go down to auto mechanics. To pick up a VCR TV. Right. And and it was like, well, I knew people in auto mechanics, so no one's going to screw up me down there. Right. You know, so it's fine. Well, I get I get back to the up there and, you know, Farkas goes to put in a tape. They grease gun the entire VCR. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Now, he looks at me like I had something to do with it. And it's like, well, didn't you check it? I'm going to check a VCR? No. Well, well, who did this? Nobody did it in front of me. I have no idea. Yeah. So then he had to have a talk with Resh about, you know, who's who who grease gunned the VCR. Of course, nobody did it, you know, because it's common as common attack. Things just happen and you accept it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just got a phone call from Peyton. Manning? No. Oh. Oop! Don't. Did it break? No. Okay. Right in the garbage can. Yeah. Um, no, I, it was Peyton from the haunted house. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell she wants. Yeah. Tech, good, good old pie tin. Yeah. Tech was a. Uh, tech was fun. My mom didn't want me. To, I didn't. I only went two years because she would not let me go my sophomore year because oh, all techies are troublemakers and they're terrible people. Not all. I mean, a lot. It wasn't the cream of the crop, to be sure. I mean, I'm not going to paint that one any rose-colored glasses. No. You know, but also, I think, and I, and I do believe this, learning a trade, you know, and this, this, you know, in any any age is a good thing. It, it is. And, I mean, it. I've told my kids this. Not everybody is meant to go to college, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I've had people tell me, going back to my school days that, you know, I should go to college. I'm, you know, I'm very intelligent. I've, you know, I could do anything I wanted to do, you know, I mean, to this day, like at trivia, mm-hmm. our, our trivia group, Chris Hoffner, he's like, I, I, I don't get it. You know, you could have done anything, you know, yeah. you're, I always, I've, I've always been a blue collar guy. You know, I could and maybe I could have done anything. Maybe I could have gone and become a doctor or a lawyer. Maybe it, it could, maybe I could have. But I didn't want to do that, mm. man. I, I I wanted to go learn a trade. So I went to the tax school and I never used it. Never. No, I uh, mm. no, I lie. I lie. I got out when I got out of high school. I got a job at Blue at Blue Mountain Machine. Yeah. 
So I used my welding and machine machining skills there mm-hmm. for about six months. Mm. If that. And then I decided to go into the military. So rather than, you know, waste waste their time yeah. training me to do, you know, to run all the machines and all this other shit. I got a job at Fernbrook driving the delivery truck mm-hmm. to, you know, to bide my time till I went to basic training. Oh, I remember Fernbrook. Yeah. I, I, I drove their delivery I truck. I remember the truck. Yep. I drove their delivery truck. Um, You remember me stopping at Viking with Yeah, them. many times. Yep. Because I'd be on my way up to Indigo yeah. Gene. Because I got told, and I got told by the people at Viking that he can't be stopping in here. You know, nowadays I'm like, why the hell not? Yeah. But back then I was like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. You know, screw you. Yeah, I'd be I'd be on my way to like Indigo Gene, which yeah. was up on 209 where Blue Mountain Candle is now, because mm-hmm. um, that was our dye house. Or no, the dye house was down in in Weisport. Um, if you go down into Weisport, it's like a restaurant now okay. and like a restaurant supply place. Okay, back there was our dye house, mm-hmm. which where we take our fabric, our cut fabric to get dyed. Uh, I would stop. I'd go to Indigo Jean. I'd go to the Dye House, and I would go to Scotty's in Lehighton. Yep, and do pickups there, and you know, go all you know my all over my route, and I would stop at Viking Injector. Yep, just walk the fuck in like I own the place. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can understand why they got a little upset. Well, you know, I I wasn't the best employee there. Um, do you think, Bill? Make me poker chips. <laughs> Boy, I had tons of those. Oh yeah. I had tons of those back back when. Uh, but, yeah, I went for the electronics at Tech. Yeah. And you know what? I en- I still enjoy electronics as a hobby. Yeah. I mean, I still enjoy that, but I don't, um, you know, after I went, I mean, I got really good grades there. Went I went to Lincoln Tech, you know, made Dean's List constantly. I was, I did, I did really good, but the component level field dried up. Yeah. As soon as I left. I wish I had gone. And the internet and computers were just kind of starting up. If you'd have gone for processing or programming. I wish, I still to this day wish I would have gone to L-Tri-C uh-huh. and started in computers. Yeah. And then moved on to a four-year to do more with computers. I probably wouldn't have been so jaded so many years. Well, I I didn't I didn't go back for computers until I was at the garage for how long? Right. You know. But I mean, electronics taught me so much about troubleshooting and and even, you know, I can I still can still do minor electrical work. Yeah. You know. I mean, given the path that my life has taken, mm-hmm. I probably should have gone into electronics. Mm. You know, because well, I graduate when I after I graduated, um, I was originally going to go to the Marines. Yeah. Okay. And some things happened. Um, I didn't end up going into the Marines. I looked at I was supposed to be going in on what was called the quality enlistment program because my ASVAB scores were fucking through the roof. Mm -hmm. Any job I wanted, any my first duty post would have been anywhere I wanted. And accelerated promotion to E3, to Lance Corporal, mm-hmm. okay? I get to the MEPS, okay? I get to the 
I, I'm literally one day away from Paris Island, South Carolina. And I look at the paperwork. I was supposed to go in. I was going to be an aircraft aviation systems mechanic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Going to the avionics field. 29 Palms, California would have been my first duty assignment. Ooh. I look at the uh, look at the paperwork. That's not what it says. My enlistment contract says 0300 Infantry. Oh. I looked at Gunnery Sergeant Burke. I said, Gunny Burke, this ain't right. What do you mean? He says, that says 0300. That says Infantryman. That's not what I'm supposed to be. Oh, don't worry. They'll fix that at Paris Island. No, it needs to be fixed now. Well, I can't fix that now. I got. It. Can I use your phone? I got on his phone, called my recruiter. I said, you need to come pick me up. This is done. Mm. And I left the maps. And I left the U.S. Marine Corps Delayed Entry Program. Oh. And then I met... Oh, God, what the hell was his name? He was the, he was the Army recruiter in Lee Heighton. Okay. And he ended up working... Uh, after he retired, he stayed in the Valley... And he worked at Best Buy. All right. I saw him at Best Buy all the time when I would come home. And then when I got out of the Army. Uh, I can't remember his fucking name. But anyway, so I end up going in the Army and going into the communications field. Mm-hmm. Electronics would have helped me so much there. Yeah. <laughs> and the only, you know the only reason I ended up in the communications field in the Army? Mm. My liaison at... Maps, once again, Maps fucked me over. My liaison didn't want to do some paperwork to get me a waiver. I wanted to go into, um, like, originally I wanted to go to be an MP. Okay? My plan was I was going to do my tw- uh, do my time, do, our, do my time in the Army, yeah. get out and become a cop in the civilian world. Okay. Because they used to do a thing called Troops to Cops where my time as a civilian police officer would have counted toward a military retirement. Right. So that's what I wanted to do. But at the time, you had to be a certain height Mm. to be an MP. I'm a short motherfucker. I didn't make the requirement. Oh, damn. I didn't make the requirement. So, okay, I want to go into military intelligence. Ooh. I wanted to go into the intelligence field. My liaison did not want to do the paperwork that would have been required to get... Uh, me a waiver for a criminal charge that I had on my record. Ah. Uh, you know what the criminal charge I had on my record was? What? I had two of them. I've been arrested once in my life. The only time I was ever, well, the only time I was ever formally arrested was for assault. That got dropped because come to find out the kid instigated it mm-hmm. and you know he I, he had the ass whooping coming yeah and his mother i was 12 oh his mother said no 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 we're not pressing charges so that arrest never legally happened yeah even though i was mirandized in the whole fucking schmear um the two charges that my liaison was too lazy to get a waiver for Allowing a dog to run at large. Okay. My dog my dog took off. Yeah. And 
you know, somebody called the cops. Mm-hmm. And since the dog was registered in my name, even though I was 15, yeah, I got cited. Huh. Okay. And the other one was uh, something like I had... I had I had forgotten I had a library book for like two years. Oh Jesus! And they went to the cops. What? Yeah. Oh, for God's sakes! Yeah, I was. You know, all the fucking stupid shit I did, all the illegal shit I did, and got away with. The two that they fucking got me on was stupid, and my my not my recruiter, but my liaison. Yeah. Didn't want to do the paperwork necessary to get me that waiver that would have got me my job in the military intelligence field so all right well fuck it i'll go i'll go into communications Mm. and you know how i know i would have gotten the job and i i could have gotten into the intelligence field with the waiver Mm. do you know what level security clearance i had when i was in the united states army no I had a top secret security clearance with a special background investigation, special uh, specialized compartmentalized insta- uh, specialized compartmentalized information designator, and like four other fucking designators. Right. The president's communications went through my system. Damn. Yes. And he didn't want to do paperwork. Mm. Now which now I'm gonna sound dumb. Which who was president at the time you were in the army? William Jefferson Clinton. Okay. <laughs> I went in uh, I went in in 1993. Okay. Um right when Clinton took office. I went in in 93 when Clinton took office. So I got to watch firsthand the drawdown of our military, the downsizing of mm-hmm. our military, the um the utter destruction of our intelligence community under the Clinton administration. Mm-hmm. I watched it all happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Clinton did a lot of good shit, don't get me wrong, but he did a lot of stuff that, you know, when when the chickens came home to roost kind of hurt us. Yeah. But it happens with every president. No yeah. president is perfect. Nope. Well, never will be. Nope. No president is perfect. But yeah, that's that. That was my that was kind of my path. Wow. Yeah, my mine wasn't nearly as fun. It was just a, a lot of menial jobs in electronics. Well, I mean, I until I, I fell into the garage. Yeah, see, I I miss, um, like Randy and I were talking a little bit today about, um, you know, if we if you could change one decision, if you could change a decision, Oof. Randy said he would have started wrestling sooner. Mm. Okay, he would have started wrestling sooner. And I, I, I can completely understand that. My one thing I would change is I would have never got out of the army. Mm. My, <laughs> yeah, mine goes so far back, it would have changed my entire life. I would not have acknowledged myself a Jehovah's Witness. That screwed me over so hard. You know, in the early years, yeah, that I really feel that it was more of a detriment than anything else. Yeah, I mean, and and this, I'm I'm not going to knock Jehovah's Witnesses because I'm not going to knock anybody's faith. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the Jehovah's Witnesses and more of the uh, 
I want to watch how I word this. More of the smaller sects of mm-hmm. Christianity are kind of looked down on even even by other sects of Christianity. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and Christianity is a really fucked up thing because the core of it, the core tenements of all of it are the same. Yeah. It's just your interpretation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't look down on anyone for their faith. In fact, and I think I've said this to you before, I admire somebody that can have that level of blind faith mm. because I can't. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the witnesses, you know, for the, wor- the worst, it's, it's an arrogant religion. I'm going to say that it isn't and I'm not worrying about offending. It is an arrogant religion. See, I don't know enough to yeah. to make a basically informed opinion. Yeah, and I'll you know like they believe they're so right and the door-to-door thing is just, you know, like it's basically like, well, if you know if this house is burning down, don't you want to save everybody? You know? Right. That's that's like the idea that they have in their heads and it's this level of arrogance that we're right, you're, and everyone else is wrong, and we're just trying to help. Yeah, and oh, you know, on a certain level, I can respect yeah. that. So, so that arrogance, when you know, you put it in a kid's hands, right? And I pretty much at the time felt I was better than everyone else, and I made sure they knew that. Okay. Being gifted also didn't help because I was smarter than everyone else. So, you know, a lot of it, and I just, I would not, I would just keep it on the down low about the religion. Yeah. And, and then of course, when I was getting picked on and all that, you would go, I would go to the elders, tell them what was going on. And that was proof that we were right. Yeah. Because Jesus said that his followers would be persecuted. Look, yes, see, that proves you're right. It's like doubling down. Yeah, it's it, like that really is. Yeah, and it's not healthy. See, I've I I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, know enough about about the beliefs of the Jehovah's Witnesses oh. to to have a have an informed opinion. Yeah. So is, this is really eye opening to yeah, me. Yeah, it is so, and it it is a very just the arrogance, you know. And I was, I've been out for years, and I used I said I, I used Dorney Park as my out. You know, I basically my days off at Dorney Park were Wednesdays and Mondays. Right. The only two days that there's not meetings going on. So my excuse for not going to meetings anymore, I had to work. Right. And I literally requested Mondays and Wednesdays off. Yeah. You know, I because I was I was I was was too much of a coward to just say I'm not in anymore. Yeah. And for years, my mom, her friends up to the. Up till the day, I'm gonna say up until after she died, are still were trying to get me back into the witnesses to come to meetings, dropping off watchtowers and awakes at the house. Yeah, and I was very friendly. I'm never an asshole, but it was like after she died, I was like, I'm free. Yeah, I'm finally really free. There's gonna be no more pressure. And then I got letters and cards. Offering condolences in like the first sentence. And then why don't you come back? Exactly. You know, because 
Nobody should have to grieve alone, things like that. As as Jeremiah, the, 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 and laced with scriptures, and it's like, and it was like months after that, I'm still getting them. I was still getting them. And I think it's been a long time now since I've gotten a letter or a card. Yeah. And I'm like, are they finally done? Right. You know? See, I, I that that's one religion that I never, um, that I never, investigated in my search uh, yeah, it it is and i will say this on the outside i mean they're they're some of the nicest people that you can meet oh i have no doubt you know what i mean they 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 don't are they're not ones that will say you know they won't like be yelling at people you know get togethers are very friendly and very open and they're just great people yeah but but man do they just want to lean on you see i I searched for answers for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you know a lot of you know a lot about my past that I won't air. Yeah. That I won't air. Um I searched for, you know, I searched for a path and I searched for answers for a long time. And one of the places my search led me was actually to the LDS church. Okay. Latter-day Saints, yeah. Mormons. Um part of the reason I went was one of my friends, uh, a guy I became fast friends with in basic tra- training, uh, Rolf, Rolf, R-O-L-F-E, like, <laughs> like the dog from the Muppets. Yeah. Rolf Kavami, okay, was a practicing Mormon. And he invited me to services. Okay, I'll try this out. And it was the only place I can go in basic training where I can get off post because the LDS church was in downtown Jackson, South Carolina. Okay. So I went and I tell you what, you'll never meet a nicer group of people than Mormons. Hmm. They are wonderful people. Every Sunday I would walk into services and I'd be greeted by the elders of the church handshakes and Hey, Hey, private stroll. How you doing? Uh, Eric, how you doing? You know, just wonderful people. It was private stroll at first, and then they got to know that I was Eric. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're just great people. I watched three people I went to basic training with get baptized into the Mormon faith. Mm. I was real close to being a fourth in my <laughs> platoon to get baptized into the Mormon faith because, you know, I was, look, I was looking for answers. They were providing answers, you know. And, you know, and, and I'm not going to knock a religion because... They all have their merits. And a, a person's relationship with God, I think, is a beautiful thing. I really do. 100% with all of my heart. I believe that a person's personal relationship with God is a beautiful thing. And religion in and of itself is a beautiful thing. But the human animal has fucking perverted it for too mm-hmm. far too long. You know? Yep, I know. And, uh, you know, I, I, I wish we could all just get along. Yeah. And you know what? That is the main tenant of, it seems like, every one of them. Yes. You know, it's like, just be nice to everybody. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand how all this asshole-ish behavior sometimes just, you know, gets perpetrated, you know, uh, uh, for, for God. Well, George Carlin said it best. He did a bit um, on religion. Hello. Do you believe in God? No. Boom. You're dead. Hello. Do you believe in God? Yes. Do you believe in my God? 
No. Boom, you're dead. My God has a bigger dick than your God. And that's what it yeah. boils down to. You know, and Carlin, as usual, pretty much nailed it on the head. Oh, yeah. Speaking of comedians that pretty much nail it on the head. Have you watched Dave Chappelle's new special? Yeah. Okay, you've watched The Closer. Yeah. After, <laughs> Strangely enough, after all the controversy, I was like, well, I got to see what this is about. Well, I watched it last night. Yeah. I finally watched it last night. What was your take? Uh, honestly, another you know, comedian just doing, you know, saying what's on his mind. Yeah. No different than Carlin or Hicks or... A lot of those other ones that do that. You got something to say, you got to say it. Right. Um, I mean, like, what I was asking was your take on the controversy on the LGBTQ community and the trans community coming after him. Uh, Well, I think he made a hell of a point where this person that stood up for him, I can't remember... The name right now, but Daphne, Daphne, Daphne yeah, that 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 you know got you know beat down by her own community and, until she committed suicide. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, not everybody, not everybody has to believe the same thing, right? And just because you don't, doesn't invalidate your existence, right? And 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 now. I I I agree with Chappelle in something he said after all the controversy. And a few other people have said it too. Anybody who thinks that Chappelle is truly transphobic or anti-LGBTQ obviously has never watched his specials, especially this one from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yes, yeah, Chappelle does some off-color stuff. He's a comedian. He's yeah. supposed to. But I don't think I honestly don't think Chappelle has a hateful bone in his body. And I find it funny. Like he tells the you know, like the, the one story he tells um, where the the trans person that he had met their mother mm-hmm. the night before in the bar. And then he's in another bar and that trans person is there and starts talking to Chappelle about this uh my people my people have been persecuted your people uh, hang on you're white we've been persecuted for decades wait a minute i'm thinking to myself as he as this as he's telling the story wait a minute okay you're a trans person and there's going to be people that are going to shit on you Mm -hmm. and that's not fucking cool but you're talking about being persecuted for decades. You're speaking to a to a black man. Yeah. I oh I I I get I get where you're coming from, and that's, I mean, every every demographic has someone above them who wants to take them, you know, who doesn't like them, right? You know, and even hate them. You know. Yep. You know, none of it makes it right. No, you're right. No, I mean, there's hatred for the sake of hatred. Yeah, it's just fucking ignorant. Yeah, and it's 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 gotten to the point now where 
nobody wants to band together except with their own their own tribe. Yeah, their own yeah, their own their own tribe and then that's right there you're just causing more segregation. Yeah. You know? They don't want to listen to him. You know, any any more and you know, and everybody likes to just throw about, you know, yeah, I mean, look, no one likes the Nazis. They're, right. They're the one group that don't get defended no matter right. what. They're the Nazis. Right. You know, but I think I think that we we can, you know, a dialogue should sometimes be started toward, you know, different groups. But yeah. no one wants to have a dialogue. They just want to have shouting matches. That's why I left Facebook. Bingo. Right there is exactly the point mm-hmm. that uh, you know i i said the same pretty much the same thing i uh, to randy today um we've devolved from the point where we can have a civil discourse mm-hmm. between two quote unquote tribes yeah okay where where two different two disparate groups of people can get together and have a civil conversation and hash things out and find a common ground and a you know, move past whatever mm-hmm. their bickering is about. Yeah. Now it's about all about who can yell the loudest. Yep. Whether you're right, wrong, or whatever, it's about who can yell the loudest. Yep. And it doesn't. The points don't even seem to matter anymore. No, they don't. You know, and that's it. Just it it irritates and it, and I have you know, and I do have questions about. Uh, certain like you know pronouns, trans stuff, and you know LBT that I don't know. Right. However, I don't feel that I can ask those questions without being yelled at, that I'm ignorant, or how dare you ask that? How dare you say that? Right. You know when I don't know and I don't understand. Yeah. And I've and I've had this problem, you know, really online, and I more or less just keep my mouth shut. Yeah. You know, it's like kind of let them lead the conversation. So I don't, I don't have to look bad, right? And uh, I, I, I don't know about you, but I have a number of trans people in my life. I do as well. Okay, and um, several of the trans people in my life are were, were uh, I'll use their their terminology. They were assigned female at birth. Okay. And they now identify as male. Mm-hmm. I never refer to them as anything but. Yeah, if if it, I know right, and there's the big one right there, because I've already I've already been reprimanded. Oh, so have I for calling someone her that looks like a female. Yeah, and it's like okay, well I didn't know. You could, there's a polite way to say these things. Yes. You know, and I'm, you know, and then I feel like, I feel like garbage because oh, what that, you know, and now, now then I get confused. Yeah. You know, and then the whole thing is like, don't assume a gender. It's like, what am I supposed to start out with? I mean, is and it's, that's what I say is the first question. Okay. The first question I ask, what are you? Yeah. That sounds freaking awful and rude. That, it does. It sounds horrible and it sounds demeaning. Yeah. It sounds demeaning. Exactly. But you know, I would rather I would rather make an honest mistake mm-hmm. and say uh, uh hey hey guy, what's your name? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm female. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay, ma'am. What okay, ma'am, what's your name? You know? 
whatever. I'd rather make the honest mistake. And instead of, and, and just come at me, come at me with, you know, don't, don't come at me with your fucking teeth bared. Yeah. Like, don't assume that I did it to be an asshole. Right. Because I, I, because like you, I genuinely didn't. Yeah. You know, I genuinely don't come at you to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. I don't know. Because I want to treat everybody with, you know, and I can completely understand. And believe me, I can completely understand being, you know, in this shell that yeah. that you 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 want to kind of you know break out of you know show your identity show people who you are what you know and everything else and then you know people not wanting even to accept that i'm willing to accept anything but i need to know yeah you know and if i make a mistake i'm sorry yeah you know yeah i i, I mean you know correct my mistake yeah but don't be a dick about it yeah and there are ones, and there's some stuff that I and I don't understand. That every year at PAX, uh-huh. there's a man there, and this is and this is where it gets. If if you look at the person, he looks like someone who would you know be a lineman on like a a, tr- a truck crew. Wears a stunning red dress, right? All right, uh, man, woman, just a cross dresser. I don't know, you know, Maybe- and and it's like you know. If I'm going to talk to this person, I need to kind of start, you know, where do you start with it? You know, any person, you have to start with a dialogue. Right. You don't know the name right off the bat, you know, and I don't, you know, that's the kind of thing. And I, and if that's what he or she wants to do, fine. I don't care. Right. It affects me not at all. Right. I, 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 I'm, com- I'm a hundred percent with you. Yeah. You know, I will give you every bit of respect that you deserve. Exactly. I will treat you as an, I, I will treat you as good as I will treat anybody mm-hmm. until you give me a fucking reason not to. Yeah. And a lot of it, there's, there's no reason to, to do that. Right. I, I'm going to come at, I'm going to come, uh, cause in my job, mm-hmm. I come I come in contact with a lot of people, you know. I can and I come in contact with different ethnic groups, different you know. I come in contact with everybody. Yeah, you know, and I'm gonna treat you like a person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna treat you as you know. You're gonna get nothing but respect from me until you give me a reason to to not yeah. respect you. And the the ultimate way you could do that is to disrespect me, you know, and don't if I if I make a mistake in I in, you know, talking about you in any way, shape or form. There's a polite way and a proper way to let me know yeah. or to let anybody know. Yeah. Hey, you know, I, I, I would appreciate you, you know, if you would call me ma'am or whatever, or yeah. you would call me sir, whatever. Yeah. The analogy, I know people are going to say that doesn't hold water, but if you are just say people know you're a musician. Right. And you're walking around, you know, you got drumsticks in your back pocket. You're wearing a Nikki Six t-shirt. You know what I mean? You sit at a table like this and then they say, oh, you a drummer? No, I'm a guitarist. What's wrong with you? 
Right. But but, but, huh? but it, it it's it's human nature to make that natural assumption. Yeah, and it's like, and that's when you get that attitude back. It's like you know, well, yeah, everything I saw said drummer. I don't know. It's, right. Then I feel, oh my god, it's like. Yeah. But yeah, and I know that's a weird oversimplification, but that's kind of sometimes how I feel. But you're right. Yeah. It's an oversimplification, but you're right mm-hmm. because natural, you know, uh, we're we're naturally going to judge and preconceive by what we see off yeah. the bat. And everybody does it. I yep. don't I don't care how woke someone wants to say they are. Everybody does preconceptions based off of looks in your in any situation. Oh my god, yes. And you know, that's just the way things are. Right. I mean cuz nobody uh that doesn't know me mm-hmm. would ever look at me and think that you know I'm a I'm a pretty intelligent guy that has a you know that holds down something more than a manual labor job. Mm-hmm. Um you know doesn't do drugs I don't do drugs, I don't drink. Um I yeah, I very rarely drink. But you know I and I'm well spoken. Mm-hmm. I'm fairly intelligent. I you know I do things like we do here. Yeah. We can ha- nobody would look at me Looking like a fucking caveman and think this because I look like a goddamn caveman. Okay, I am agreeing with you. There's no I, I mean, if, me. I mean, if you if you got a better thing, you know, you know, and don't say troll, you bastard. I almost went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> I only ever called you a troll once and now through somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, here I, I have long scraggly hair, fucking mm-hmm. beard all tatted up. You, know, you would not think mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a field engineer for Verizon. Yeah. You would not think that of me. Right. You'd think I'm uh, and I don't want to knock a car, uh, you know, somebody that does, you know, construction. You would think I'm a construction worker or something like that uh, along those lines. Mm-hmm. And. That's okay. Think what you want. Sit down and talk to me. Yeah. You know? And that's what we need more of. We need more people sitting down and talking. Strangely enough, I just found out recently. Now, I did not know this. So I can... I'm definitely pleading ignorance in this. I have what's called resting asshole face. Okay. I actually asked a bunch of people, you know, if they think I'm mad all the time. And yeah, people do. I, I, I don't... And I don't know how to get out of that. I think I have it too. Ah, it, it's it's the male equivalent to resting bitch face. Yeah, exactly. I looked it up. It's it's a thing online. Yeah, and it's like I I don't want to have it, but people have told me that I put out this vibe. Leave me alone. Go away. Uh, yeah, I, I I've I've gotten this. I've I've gotten the same thing, and it's pretty accurate. Yeah, I I feel terrible for for kind of having it, you know. But I don't want to sit around like a grinning idiot all day. Right. You know. Because that would be completely disingenuous. Not just also, you never know. You know, I mean, maybe a grinning idiot gets more. You know. <laughs> oh fucking a. So, what do you got planned for the rest of the week? Well, I'm still trying to clean out, clean up the dining room. I got the whole gaming station built. Nice. And Ryan is over the moon. The, the kids have played it more than I have. Nice. I got all the consoles, everything set up. And I have not really sat down and been able to play anything. I got to stop up one of these days. I got to stop up and check it out. 
Yeah, and uh, I'm still trying to get the dining room cleaned up so I can get the table set back up. Yeah. So I can start doing that again because everything from the computer area got on the table. I'm still trying to get that cleaned up. And they, they, oh, kids are no help. God, they leave. It's like they shed as they walk, but it's not so much skin as it is anything in their pockets and they're wearing. Right. You know, it's like, my God, it's like, just pick up the sock yeah. that's on the floor. Or I keep finding scrunchies around the house. It's like, you know, and I swear, I don't know. These are triples, you know? I know I've picked up a dozen of them. And it's got to be Val because... Yeah, oh, yeah, it's Val. Because Lisa has short hair. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's all Val. And then it's like, you go back in the room, it's like, how are they all over the floor again? What? You weren't even home. They, it's like triples, they multiply. Yeah, it's like, and she has so... She, <laughs> my, my upcycler daughter uses Gatorade bottles for to store her scrunchies. Okay. And so she has all these Gatorade bottles in her room. With scrunchies with around them. With scrunchies around them. Hey. And it's like, how many do you need? Well, well, this one doesn't go with that outfit. And, you know. She only wears them to work. I swear to God, sometimes it the, the kids. Ah, well. <laughs> you and I are both very, you and I are both very lucky because we have good kids. They are. They're all, they're awesome kids. And I, yes. I, I know that they know that. And they. They boy, they get under my skin sometimes, but when when you see them playing a co- well, they're just playing Super Mario Brothers Wii. Yeah, and it's cooperative. Yeah, until those two start. Well, one will pick one up and throw them. Then another one will throw a fireball. It's like, and you can hear, I can hear it at devolving. I can hear it devolving. <laughs> this this game is gonna go away soon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, but it's the you know typical sibling <laughs> thing. You know? Is it? Yeah, I never had a sibling. So. It's it's typical. Well, <laughs> for the most part, I didn't either because <laughs> yeah, yeah. by the time you had a sibling, but I was seventeen yeah. when Amber was born. Yeah, you know, um, like well, yesterday Randy went down to Amber to get a haircut. Okay, mm-hmm. went down to Amber's work to get a haircut, and uh, she was telling her one coworker, "Yeah, this is my nephew. He's closer in age to me than my brother," <laughs> which is true. Yep. You know, because uh, Randy's 22 and Amber's 29. <laughs> I'm 47, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, I like so I growing up, I didn't have a sibling mm-hmm. there, you know, I, but, you know, I have I have the coolest sister ever. Amber's <laughs> awesome. Uh, she's another one that's come to work with us at the haunted house this year. Oh, was she there this year? Uh, when well, I was she, in? Yeah, she did the pictures outside. How, how stupid am I? I remember it. Shit. Yeah, she's taking Because Jim said, tell your brother he's an asshole. That's right. <laughs> um, boy, she's heard that more than once. Oh, more than, many times over the years. <laughs> many, many times. But yeah, Amber uh, Amber has, uh, she's come to work with us at yeah. the haunt as, as one of our staff photographers. And um, it really, you know, that, that that's family down there. So... You're getting your game. You're going to finish working on your gaming or continue to work on your gaming station. Yeah, we act. I have to get the PlayStation three hooked up to it yet. But to uh-huh. do that, I need to get an HDMI splitter and a new um, surge protector. OK, because I done run out of room. Okay. And plus, that one is so freaking old that I think I think it shuts off occasionally. Yeah. But I got to get that taken care of. See, You need a strip. Uh, you need a strip like I have back here. I don't have enough room for that. The, See, the, the 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 room I have isn't that as much. Yeah, but um, 
So that's, I mean, that's going to be, you know, that's something cool you got going on. Yeah, and of course, I just like, I would like to get, well, put the gaming table back up just to, because I got, I, oh, I forgot to say, I'm actually getting a write-up in the IT newsletter at work. Nice. And it was hilarious because they needed, they did a minor kind of interview with me and all that. Uh-huh. And it was like, oh, okay, so, uh, you know, you're in a board, how many board games do you have? And I said, oh, 533. Because I have all of them, lo- I have everything on my phone, so I knew. Yeah. And like 214 expansions. And they're, they're just like, well, didn't understand what an expansion was. And it's like, so wait, are these video games? No, board games. F- you know, 533. It's like, yeah. You physically have 500, yes. And 214 expansions to those 533 games. Right. And... You know, it was just like they, they could not fathom. And they, well, do you have video games too? Yeah, how many? Oh, that's in the thousands. Because I sell all the emulators. I have all the consoles and all this other stuff. Yeah. And it's like, do you have time to play this stuff? I said, usually on the weekends. Yep. You know, and I laugh and it's like when, you know, I have an, I could play a game, a different game every day for two years. And I probably wouldn't say the same twice. And right. even now... After that interview last week, I have 535 games. I got two more. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like, the collection just continues to grow. And it will continue to grow because I it's something that I just flat out enjoy. Hey, rock on with your bad self. <laughs> I, I can't hate on you for it. I can't hate on you for it. I haven't posted many Instagram love. pictures lately because I haven't had, I just have not had time. Yeah. I mean, um, you you've got that going on and... Obviously, you know what I got going this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, it's our last weekend for the Halls of Horror for the 2021 season. Our return after the COVID nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to take a minute real quick because this isn't going to come out until Sunday. Yeah. Um, this is actually going to drop on Halloween day. And I want to take a minute to thank everybody at well in the halls of horror family from the actors to the support staff to especially our three leaders our th- you know the three wonderful people who give us the place to make the magic happen chuck knight linda pereira earl Bo- earl bus i almost called him boos um you know chuck linda and earl I love you guys to death. Um, thank you for allowing me all these years of being able to do what I do. Without you guys giving us the opportunity and the place to do this, um, you know, it's a it's a great outlet for creativity and it's a place to have just an absolute blast. My fellow, you know, the rest of my cast members, you know, the rest of the cast members, Peyton, Mariah, Jason, um, you know, I don't want to, I really shouldn't name names because I know I'll forget people. Um, Tyler, um, I mean, Tyler has become like a brother to me as well. Um, Peyton and Mariah, they're they're next to me all night long. You know, mm-hmm. they're right next to me all night long. Taylor's right there. I got Corey down the hallway. I got Jason right behind me. I got Jason's son as Beetlejuice right there, you know. Um, Kirsten, 
uh, other Eric or Junior as he's begun calling himself. Um, Amanda, who's one of our rookies this year. Amanda's done a killer job, uh, as, as has Laney, who's another one of our rookies. Um, you guys have done a great job. David, uh, Dave Pereira Jr. Uh, Dave, King Carney, you kill it every night. You're awesome. Uh, Dana, you're you're fantastic as always. I you know I I can't thank you guys enough for every night for the last well as you hear after you hear this every night for the last six weeks showing up going balls to the wall full throttle every night. I know there's been really long nights, you know, twelve thirty one o'clock in the morning. And you guys keep it up. You guys kill it every fucking night. We are, without a doubt, the best haunt staff around. And I defy anybody to come through and tell me otherwise. I fucking love all of you guys. And let's keep it going. Let's uh, finish out the season strong and start planning for next year. <laughs> yes, it's just a patron. It's all fun. Uh, it's so much fun. Well, well, I know people get scared at it, but it's like I that's why I didn't do it for so many years. And boy, you guys did not disappoint. Uh, I you know that that really makes me feel good to hear that. Um and to hear that and and I got to I I got to say I get instant we get instant feedback because as you come out, whoever the photographer is that night, whether it's Amber mm-hmm. or Kirsten, uh, not Kirsten that's down in the confessional room. Yeah. We have another Kirsten that does photos on Saturday night for us when Amber can't be there. Um, we get instant feedback. And Linda is out front every night. And she's asking, hey, guys, you know what? You know, getting feedback mm-hmm. from our guests. And to, uh, you know, uh, I have heard no negative feedback mm. uh, no I lie there was one person who had negative feedback so far this year out of you know the thousands of people that we've gotten through um, our batting average is pretty goddamn solid mm. and oh shit I gotta tell you this one before I forget about it last weekend we had a group of haunters come and go through our haunt mm-hmm they drove here from outside of Pittsburgh. Okay. Okay, they drove here from outside of Pittsburgh. Four and a half hour drive Oof. to come through the halls of horror. They came through four times. Jesus Christ. They went through four times. <laughs> so I want to give a shout out to the gang from Haunted Hollow. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming and, be, and being a part of what we do. <laughs> um, it's an honor. It's always an honor to entertain other haunters. Mm. You know, uh, you because you guys have a better perspective than the average person as to what goes into what we do. Thank you for coming and thank you for enjoying the show. And to all of our guests who came through this year, thank you for coming and enjoying our show because without you coming and seeing what we do, we wouldn't be able to do this. Mm. Thank you. From the bottom of my pee-picking little heart. <laughs> you got anything else? No, no. I think 
Ah, it's nice. It's nice to end on a nice, a good note. Yes, it really is. It really is. Um, I th- I got to talk it over. I got to talk it out with Chuck and Earl and mm-hmm. Linda. But uh, sometime in the next in the next couple of weeks, I would like to revisit trying to do yeah. an episode with them. Yeah. Okay. So I'll talk it out with Chuck and Linda, and we'll try to get that worked out. And maybe we can have Jim sit in again. Oh, on oh that. yeah, it'd be great. Um, I'm going to yeah. actually look into getting a larger board and a couple more mics to mm-hmm. to bring to do this. Um, but uh, shit, we got two hours. We got two hours. Mm-hmm. So um, last weekend for the Halls of Horror, Bill's going to get his gaming station working uh, even more so than it is. More, I got to stop. I more. Re- more games. I got an N64. I got a Wii. I'm getting a PlayStation 3. I have an emulator that has NES, Super NES, Famicom, Genesis. Uh, all all the ga- all the games. I got to come up. I really do have to come up and check this out. It pisses me off that there are a few that don't work and that upsets me. Yeah. But uh, I also could hook up my computer to it. I am going to get that main box finished. Because there are some games like Zookeeper yeah. that doesn't work. And I love Zookeeper. Yeah. But, yeah. But when you're talking like over like, you know, thousands of games, the like few that don't work, it's not that big. Yeah, it's negligible. It's negligible. All right. Well, until next time, this has been Oh No, Not Them. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. Later on, motherfuckers.